into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, guys. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Brace Point After Show. I almost said a completely different title there. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, lead detective Zach Wilson, I should say. Joining me on tonight's panel, on this investigative night, Anastasia. Hello, everyone. Anastasia Waller, second lead detective. <laughs> We have a lot. Well, we can't both be lead detectives. That doesn't. I'm work. second lead. I'm second lead detective. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm. I'll be the Ellie. I'll defer to, to your, your judgment. Carver. Let's say, should I wind up in the hospital? Yes. <laughs> then uh, I would take over. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is, or if, if I let sick. anybody find out yes. that I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, we got. I mean, we we got a lot of stuff to go over. A lot of suspects. Mm-hmm. A lot of new information coming to light this yep. week. Um. I don't, I'm not sure what is going to happen now. Like, there's so much, there's some insane stuff happening. Yeah. Let's just say it that way. There are some moments I just, I think we both are just like, what? What just happened? (laughs) Um, mainly with, uh, Susan, but we'll get into that. She's high up on my suspect list right now. Um, but before we get into the suspect, well, no, let's start with the suspect. Okay. Let's start with Susan Wright. What? is this woman doing yeah um we, we start out like she's applying for a job we saw her last week with her maybe son no it's vince. not son anymore because remember he brought his mother over later it was a different lady vince did yeah remember when he was in the church and he had his mother in the car right wasn't that vent i thought that was mark's mother no 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 oh. remember vince brought food over yeah. and the woman was in the car and he said, let my mo- my mom and I cook for you. Uh, oh, that's and right. And then he when they were sitting about, at the church, yeah. So and he crossed. Talking, yeah. And Susan, it, mm-hmm. when he's talking about the pipes he, uh, yeah. being clogged. Oh, mom. Put I must have put it. Yeah. Okay. So we cleared the Vince and Susan Wright relationship. Then now I'm even more confused yes. who, who, who Susan or Ruth right. is to Vince. Um, because we got oh, – she applied for a job at the inn. Yes. And then we got this drop that – when you check her social security, the her, name Ruth. Came her name up. is yeah. Ruth Ehrlich. And when she was applying for that job at the inn, she was trying to push out Chloe because remember she brought up Chloe's name and she was like, "Oh, she's really busy now. I could I could use extra work. You you need extra help around." Remember mm-hmm. she so that was kind of suspicious too. It's like, why do you need to push, even bring up Chloe's name if you're just looking for a job? I guess she's just trying to trying any angle. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, she knows that that. I guess that's why she goes to this business is because right. she figures Chloe's on the outs because mm-hmm. so she, she got a lot of stuff to deal with. Yeah, but at the same time, Gemma's like, "We do you see customers? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Shit. any extra people on my payroll. Uh-huh. Uh, I already have nobody ma- yeah. paying us money." <laughs> um, but. The part that gets crazy is when 
people start looking into her, right? Um, she gets really, really defensive. Yeah. Like at first, it's just outside, and it's like an innocent question, like, or is it Ruth? Mm-hmm. And she's panicking. She's very, she's very defensive, even about just like putting up the flyer. Yeah. Um, so it's clear that she has something to hide, and not just because we know about the skateboard mm-hmm. weirdly being in her trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when she confronts, she goes to confront our intrepid reporter, right, and says the most bizarre line that I think I've heard on network television ever in, in at maybe, maybe ever. I was going to say in recent memory, okay, but, but quite possibly ever because she actually walks up to her and says. I know men who'd rape you. Yes. Because she asked, she asked her the threat. She was like, well, why should I stop looking into your past? And then that was her threatening line. I know men who would rape you. I guess that's threatening. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I would take that. That is a frightening Yeah, that's the last statement. thing I would think to, that, that I'd be threatened by. Men um, who would rape me. It, maybe it was just like, maybe it's like, the, the, the phrasing is just so. Maybe Vince is the man that would rape her. Oh god! And so maybe they've been in on something together, or he's done it in the past, and that's that's their relationship, Vince and Susan's relationship. I wonder because we don't know what it is that, they, that connects them, and it does. It right. did feel like she's talking about a shared crime. Mm-hmm. Doesn't we were thinking that it was the murder of Danny Solano? Yes. It is totally possible that it's another crime. Right. Um, I hadn't thought about that until just now. <laughs> but, it, I mean, who knows? Because we're so focused on our crime. Right. There's plenty of other stuff to go around. Maybe she, maybe she covered up for him, and that's yeah. why she feels like he should be coming around for dinner. Right. Um, that he owes her for something. But what could... But that that's not exactly a team activity. Yeah. Uh, Especially when another girl is involved. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a terrible thing regardless. <laughs> and it's a terrible thing to threaten somebody with. Yes. Um, you could never have that line from a, a male character or you'd be yeah. thrown off the air. Yeah. But, like, it's even, ju- it's, well, the big thing that it's clear is that Ruth, mm-hmm. whatever her name is, um, is out of her mind. Yeah. Like there's something disconnected upstairs. This is not just her being distant and pushing people mm-hmm. away. There's something wrong up there. Yeah. And I think there's something wrong from something that's happened in her past, either something she's done. Cause she's obviously had to cover up her identity by changing her name. And maybe she moved off to this small town and she also lives in a trailer. So it's like, she doesn't have a residence or, and there was no record. I think, um, when Gemma ran her name, she didn't see anything, and then she ran her social security. And I, I feel like maybe she said there wasn't records of her, but that was really the only information that she could find was that a, another name popped up. Yeah, and I don't know if she looked further into it, but I'm sure that's what the journalist is going to do: look further into the name. But maybe Susan, I'm, I'm sure she's twisted because of whatever has happened in the past to her that, you know, led her to where she's at now. And maybe Vince has something to do with that. Yeah, it is. It is also totally possible that that is not an old name, Mm -hmm. but that Ruth Ehrlich is somebody that, oh, maybe it's somebody that Susan and Vince killed. Killed and she stole her identity. Exactly. Yeah. I like that theory. (laughs) It's like, I'm like. So she gave Gemma 
the Ruth's social security number. She uses that's what she's using, either because the identity of Susan right. Wright has been just tarnished by murder or whatever it is that yeah. she's responsible for, or because or maybe Maybe she committed a name, but she committed a crime under the name Ruth Ehrlich and yeah. she's trying to distance herself from it. Uh, either way, she's clearly got, there's a lot more to her past that we right. can get into. And she is still high on the suspect list. Yes. I would say that right now she is my number one suspect. Really? Um, we don't have any new information on the hiker. Yeah, nothing new on the hiker. But she's connected to the cabin, mm-hmm. like somewhere to stay. So. It's totally possible that she could have a connection, excuse me, to mm-hmm. the hiker. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she gave him the keys to the cabin at some point. Although yeah. we know that Mark was there that night. Yeah. Um, which we still don't know what Mark was doing there, really. Right. Because um, Gemma wasn't with him in the video footage. No. Yeah, she wasn't. So unless she came up some other from some other direction. Yeah. Um, it would seem like Mark left Gemma and then went up to the cabin. Yeah, I think we also explored too that maybe Danny remember we were talking about maybe Danny had seen them and then Mark got alarmed or something or Danny ran off or somehow yeah. that was discovered. So that could have happened too. It would definitely fit in the timeline mm-hmm. and explain why Danny's missing his skateboard. His cell phone as we found in this episode. Yes, Jack. Um, his it's cell phone was found by Jack Reinhold in yes. one of his kayaks. kayaks. Um, that's a... Who knows how it got there? Like, yeah. the thing is, that thing could have been thrown there by anybody at right. any time. Um, what? So we start out with Jack Reinhold. He, yeah. Let's talk about Jack, because okay. he's got to be... I personally am not... I don't want to point the finger at him right now. Mm-hmm. He's not on my suspect list so much mm-hmm. as he's just there's potential. Like he, okay. he's obviously on everybody else's suspect right. list. Right. Um, he was definitely the most highlighted this episode. Yes. Um, and looks like mm-hmm. he will be going forward too because yeah. we we find out that he was convicted of statutory rape. Right. Uh, at some age, we don't know the details. Yeah, of they it. didn't really go into that. Whether it was, I mean, it could have been an old girlfriend that just happened to be sixteen, and maybe he was twenty. So yeah, it could have been something as innocent as that, right. or it could be something really, really bad yeah. that got taken out of context. He's claiming that it was a. He says the trial was a farce, right? Um, and I got to chalk it up. Uh, Nick Nolte in this episode was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like his he gets really defensive every time though i that, think because he sees the fact that this has come to light he's hid this for 20 years right. successfully because he was he was convicted of this before the sex offender registry was a thing mm-hmm. and at first i was like wait a minute how could he be allowed <laughs> to be around yeah. kids that doesn't fit um but but yes if he committed the crime before the sex offender registry there's no like going back through and forcing right. people to register um but so he, but he knows that like this thing that he loves to do. He loves to teach kids about marine life. Mm-hmm. He's he can't. He wouldn't be able to do that anymore. They, right. And then also too, he probably got really defensive because Owen was prying about it, and Owen's you know writes in the paper, the local journal, and knows everyone. And once like a small bit of that word gets out that he was 
in jail for that or got in trouble for that, then now it's, he's going to lose, you know, he's going to lose all his kids with something that he enjoys doing. Yeah. It's so, and I, so I understand why he's as getting defensive, defensive as yeah. he is. Um, what is, what's going to be hard for him going forward is the fact that he found the cell phone. Yeah. He had the cell phone. But he came, uh, yeah, he, and he came over to the house and he busted through the door um, and he had the cell phone and you could tell he was really nervous. He just wanted to get it out of his hands and kind of, I feel like at that point, maybe he thought he was getting set up or something because he didn't, he didn't see, I mean, he, this case has been going on for a while and he never saw the cell phone. And in the opening scene, it was the burning boat and then all these little things. And then all of a sudden, randomly, a cell phone ends up in his kayak. So I feel like he thought maybe he's getting set up for something. So he rushed over to get the evidence out of his hand right away. Yeah. I don't know if he suspects that he's being set up, but he mm. knows how it looks. Yeah. And that just sends him into a panic. And this is where Nick Nolte really delivers mm-hmm. on a on his performance in this episode because the panic on his face is just raw. Mm-hmm. You can see like this is – he's just – he's red in the face. He's just like, yeah. please – I, I like you know that they're gonna say about me what they're gonna accuse me of. I yeah. didn't do it. Like, and I, but he kind of just starts looking crazy at that point too, don't you think? There's a little bit of crazy, but I read it as panic. Okay, because he knows he knows what's up. Like he mm-hmm. knows what it looks like. He knows how what's about. He he can see what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. He knows that the next thing that he that's gonna happened in his life is All that everyone is going to start <laughs> accusing him because they're going to see this past. Mm-hmm. They're going to see uh, what, like, what the the phone being there. And it's just, like, two things, and people are going to attack him. Yeah. He's just this, like, lonely old man who runs the boat. He's minding his own business, doing what he loved with the kids. It, now all eyes on him. It could, and he makes sense as a suspect. Mm-hmm. He's somebody that's easy to pin it on. And it's yeah. part of why I don't think it's him. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't ring true to what we've seen so far with this character. It's possible that he saw the the guy. Yeah. Um, maybe he had a fight with Danny or something. Over yeah. Over who knows what. Maybe Danny came by and it's like, I'm quitting the Marine Club. It's like, why would you do that, kid? Like, Yeah, or he had a conversation, or maybe he knew a different side to Danny that maybe Danny was... Because remember how we learned that um, Tommy said that Danny's father had yelled at him or something. Maybe he knows a little bit more about Danny that he's not revealing yet. About the abuse from his yeah. dad. Who knows? Yeah. Um, there's a lot there. A lot moving forward. Uh, Jack, definitely not off the suspect list. No. Uh, if anything, we have we have to put him up higher on it yeah. after this week. Even though, like I said, I am not suspect. He's not a suspect for me. For you. Uh, he's still a suspect for me. Okay. All right. Oh, he's definitely a suspect for me because the important part was oh, the, the end where Detective, when they're in the press room and Detective Ellie says that there was a similar case that happened in Oregon and Carver tries to brush her off. He's like, okay, okay, tell me later. And she's, it happened 15 years prior to this one. And the case, uh, the facts of the case looked similar to this one. And he, she, uh, he tries to brush her off and she says, no, no. Um, Jack lived, what was like five minutes or five miles? Five miles. Five miles from where that similar case that happened. Yeah. Um... So that still puts them on my list for sure. That, not to mention the burning of the photos. Yes, at the end. Um, that, like, 
I the the circum him being close to another murder that definitely that does had raise similar facts suspicion yeah mm-hmm. the, another similar case there's definitely going to be some investigation we're going to have to look yeah. into there um, got to follow up got to yeah. find out the details got to find out where he was he might have an airtight alibi yeah we, we're not sure um, but it is suspicious and worth looking into the burning of the photos I again don't take as evidence towards his guilt it it definitely rings of that Mm -hmm. but i see it as like especially after the panic that we saw in his face he knows what's coming right and he like as and you can see the tears in his eyes as he's burning all these Mm -hmm. photos like this is his memories Mm -hmm. of the best part of his life i thought the same thing and all the photos seemed to be really innocent too they were just of the kids or one of him and danny so i kind of just thought he wanted to get rid of anything that could link or look to like he was involved in the murder so i didn't really take anything by that although if anybody's nearby and seeing him burning stuff right but if he was burning items that would have been different because then that would have been like why do you have those items and That could have been evidence, but they were just photos. So. Well, we can see the photos, but if anybody's like nearby and sees they just him, see him just, burning stuff, yeah, on the pier after the boat was just burning, there's another fire on the pier. You're like, huh? And yeah. they know, and we know that the burning boat needed to have been towed out there. Yeah, um, there had to be a second boat involved, so he would be the guy to go to. Yeah, to get a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, or just be very easy because he wouldn't have to ask anyone. He just takes one of his own. Yeah. Um, so let's keep going down our list. Okay. Uh, my other suspects are still uh, Father Paul. Yes. Father Paul's got to be up there. Father Paul and Raymond, both of them. But let's let's focus on Father Paul for a okay. moment. Okay. Um, let's talk about him. He teaches at the Sunday school, mm-hmm. which I didn't know this. I had no. I didn't know that that was unusual for the priest to teach. No, Sunday I didn't. School. I I don't know anything about. Um, it. Yeah, I well, I didn't go to I didn't grow up going to church, so uh, I guess they probably have someone like a sister or something that teaches. Yeah, them, or just like an assistant, like because I, I guess the idea is that kids are in Sunday school while the parents yeah. are in church, so that they're not like bothering the service. Yeah, but it's a small town, mm-hmm. so. That's okay. Like yeah. if he doesn't have anybody else to teach, he probably it. does everything in the church. But like. Anything with priests and kids, like, we have to be a little suspicious. Uh And he's doing this creepy thing where he says he has insomnia, and that's why he's staying outside. Yes, and then there was that conversation with Detective Ellie and Beth, where it was four in the morning. Beth had called Detective Ellie over because, you know, she couldn't sleep and wanted to talk about things. And they spot Pastor Paul in the distance up. And it looks like he's staring at them, or does it just look like he's just out? Standing outside of the church. Definitely looks like he's staring at them. Like he's spying. Just uh, totally creepy. Yeah. There's something off about that. The yeah. insomnia feels like an excuse as mm-hmm. opposed to a reason. Yeah. I'm not sure that there's... The, I feel like there's more to his insomnia Yeah. Uh, than he's really saying. Like, guilt keeps you up at night, too. Yeah. And then when they were interviewing him... Or questioning him, didn't he say something about uh, oh he that he couldn't remember if he had taken a break because he said he was in the rectory the night of Danny's death when Carver and Ellie went to interview him and then they asked him oh well did you go outside or take any breaks and then he said he couldn't remember. Yeah, kind of like? he said he might have wandered outside. Eh, 
that seems fair. Yeah. Like, I think he might have saw something, though, because in the very first episode of the opening scene, they showed the church. Remember, they showed a slate of the church and then to Danny because we were reading that verse. So I feel like he might have saw something. Maybe not a direct, you know, someone taking Danny or Danny, you know, jumping off. But I feel like he might have saw something and maybe he's staying up because he's conflicted about what he wants to do with this information. Maybe he saw Danny that night. If yeah. he saw him, um, you'd, my first thought would be that he would, of course, go right to the police with it. Yeah. But if he's he so loves Beth, mm-hmm. this, like, fawning puppy dog way. Yeah. Um, that I could totally, I could also see the fact that he saw Danny out in the middle of the night. Maybe there was a confrontation, um, but that he didn't send Danny home and then Danny winds up dead. He can't, he can't find it himself to tell Beth that. Yeah. It seems like anyone that has bits of information at this point of maybe seeing Danny that night might be holding back because at this point, how everyone is a suspect, it's like, oh, even if you just saw him, then all of a sudden they're zooming in on you, you know? So it could be just a lot of people being afraid to just, you know, give in clues and stuff. Yeah, it's... Because it's a small town, so nobody saw anything, you know? Yeah, well, just like Jack is like, he's fearful of just this one thing getting out because of the implications that will come further. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to think that when he found the phone... He probably, like, the shock probably took him a moment, but, like, there had to be at least a thought process of, if people find me with this, I'm going to get accused. Yeah. Like, maybe I shouldn't take it to them. But, to his credit, he he does. Yeah. Theoretically, immediately. Mm-hmm. Of course, it might not be true. It could be something that he found didn't bring mm-hmm. because he didn't want to be a or maybe someone I, well i i kind of still think that someone might be trying to set jack up because if you think about it maybe someone looked into jack's history and found out about this case and then found out that he lived five miles close to it so they're like oh this is the perfect setup through the cell phone in there and knew and then also maybe knew about that case where he had uh the rape situation so i don't know susan mentioned rape maybe She's in on it too. Uh, crazy old Susan <laughs> yeah. living in the trailer park with her German shepherd. Yes. Um, yeah. Oof. Um, but let's let's also talk. Make sure we talk about uh, Raymond. Okay. There's. There's all. I mean, there's just something off with this guy. The yeah. psychic guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really upset after uh, after Carver kicks him out again. Yeah. I. He's not on my suspect list. Everything he keeps, everything he says keeps coming true. So I think that's a little weird. But at the same time, I just don't see him as having a motive. And he's not from that town. And I just don't think that someone who um, murdered someone would stay that close to the case. It would just be so obvious for him to know all the details and him be the one that did it. Oh, no, that's that's all. That's. Uh, serial, that's like killer serial killer 101 is um, the killer returns to the scene of the crime they want to take pride they take pride in what they did especially mm-hmm. if it's somebody who's sick and deranged and Raymond seems to be unbalanced yeah um, I mean but does he though or does he just seem like a psychic because I mean he just he really just has psychic not that I believe in that stuff but he just seems to have psychic characteristics and I feel like Carver and them are making him seem I mean, I'm a big fan of science fiction and fantasy shows. (laughs) Um, 
And so normally I'd be like, oh, yeah, we got a psychic. He's going to read their minds. Yeah. Fun. I don't. That's not this show. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're tr- like there's enough. They're leaving enough question as to whether this guy is psychic or not. But my instincts say put um, put him high on the suspect list because I think he's he's mentally unbalanced. Okay. And so I could see him murdering Danny. The motive being to get himself known that he can be the if he frames let's say jack Mm -hmm. and his psychic abilities lead them to jack and they convict him because the evidence with a boat shows that he that this guy knew about it before Mm -hmm. anybody else did then it was the cell phone was found in a boat it was somebody that danny was friends with Mm -hmm. All this stuff, and now we're like, "Wow, this psychic is so impressive!" And just like, uh, well, do you Ellie think said. he did the the other murder then as well in Oregon, or no? Maybe. I mean, there's also coincidence. Okay. Like, it is 15 years apart. Yeah. Um, it, you don't want to say like, "Oh, people." Well, just remember died, though, but, like, he did say too though that the psychic, not that we're believing in him, but he said that um, that Danny said that the killer knows him or that he knows the killer. It's someone that knew him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you think he's just saying that to throw... Well, that's what I'm That's what I'm saying. If, like, if he's trying to frame somebody else and mm-hmm. he's the hero that's, that solves it, mm-hmm. then he frames somebody that Danny knows, Jack yeah. Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the perfect way to know everything. If you're the one framing him, you can lead people to the evidence. Yeah. But if he's done a good enough job setting this guy up, Mm -hmm. then he's all clear. Yeah. Um, And just like Ellie says, it could be about publishing his memoirs in six months. Oh, yeah. Um, And making a name for himself. Making a name for himself. Uh, Serial killers, killers, they like the fame of it. Like yeah. the ones that are truly unbalanced, they they like the fame, and it's it's not unheard of that Danny might have just been caught up in the middle of some other person's insanity. It might not have been because he's Danny Solano. Yeah, that could just all be like a huge red herring. Um, I don't know. He's still pretty low on my list. I, I he's creepy. I don't like him. <laughs> um, he does have a creepy look. Yeah, and he was very upset. When Carver threw him out, he's like punching his yeah, car. Yeah, I feel like he's coming back in the next few episodes. He's coming back with the vent. Oh. He's not going anywhere. Oh, he'll and be back. Beth too. She, you could tell she's kind of conflicted. I feel like she's, she's just. I mean, she's hurt. She's alone in this. I mean, her daughter. She's finding all this stuff about her daughter that she didn't know that her daughter had this boyfriend. Her husband's cheating on her. So I feel like she's conflicted. Do I talk to this guy? Do I not? Ellie can only tell her so much information. So I feel like she's going to continue to see Raymond, um, behind Carver and Ellie's back. Yeah. Um, the only other person in this episode who really fed a sort of suspecty role, Mm -hmm. uh, Vince a little bit with the promotion thing. Yeah. Like, he's that clearly, like, trying to game a promotion out of first, his boss. I know. First, I thought he was just being nice. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then I crossed him off the list. I was like, no, it's not him. Because I saw him kind of wanting to take care of the family. But then when he brought up the promotion, um, after Mark was done unclogging the sink, 
then I was like, maybe he there could be some vengeance or revenge, like you said, that he wasn't getting the promotion that he deserves. Mark tries to give him the sixty dollars. He pushes it back. Like, no, yeah, it's definitely going to be more than that. Not going to take the sixty bucks just so that he can be like, I gave you what I could, man. Yeah. It's like, don't press me for more. It's yeah, like, no, you you give me what I deserve. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk been about Vince. that later. And uh, yeah, and then um, in the last episode or the one before that, I can't remember when. Uh, Susan went to Vince. I mean, maybe Vince did do something. He works with the skateboards. He knows how to do all mm-hmm. the skateboard stuff. He was with Susan. Maybe Susan saw him do something. He was mad about. We know Vince is up to some shady stuff. Yeah. Whatever he's doing with uh, little Tom mm-hmm. in the shed, something's something's wrong. Yeah, something's not not something's rotten in the state of Denmark. <laughs> um, but so that's really that's really it for the suspect list. But there's a lot in this episode mm-hmm. that's just not directly about our suspects we get to know a little bit more about carver yeah there was a lot of really great scenes with carver the dinner scene being one of them yeah he he goes to dinner to always end poorly dinner parties are always a bad idea (laughs) um he goes over he actually has a connection with ellie's husband which i thought was hilarious yeah um after he's been drinking i don't like the i don't like the name emmett Uh emmett He's like really awkward at first, and then towards the end of the dinner, you can see he's kind of loosened up, and yeah. he kind of cracks a little bit of a joke. Well, I love David Tennant's such a fantastic actor, and that mm-hmm. moment where he's just talking about the, his the names, just yeah. like it was such classic David Tennant. Uh-huh. It was to just, just go off on his it, own. It reminded me of the Doctor mm-hmm. uh, in such a like a subtle way, just mm-hmm. like the way he like questions societal norms Mm -hmm. it was it was wonderful it was flashbacks for me um but so we we learned about his daughter yeah finally we know who julianne is he was married we got confirmation about that right but julianne was not his wife julianne is his daughter Mm -hmm. who will not return his phone calls right we don't really know why Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have any thoughts as to why no i mean i think that you know i think well, a number of things. She could really just be busy with school when he left a message. I know you're busy with school. Obviously, the daughter. He seems like the type of guy that probably puts work before his family, or he did. And, you know, now that he's estranged, he's trying to have that relationship back. But just kind of in the typical movies where, you know, the cop movies with the family, even Law & Order, Stabler and his family, you know, the daughter gets rebellious or doesn't want to talk to the father because he's missed a huge chunk of her life or now he doesn't understand because she's going through X, Y, Z. So I think it's kind of just that. He seems like a guy that's dedicated to his work. And I also don't think that Julian knows that he, I mean, which it looks like he's dying or is sick. So maybe that's another reason that she's not returning his calls because I'm sure if she did, she'd try to have that relationship. Yeah, cuz after this um after his drunken stumble mm-hmm. home, he gets in and he's having one of those panic attacks or meltdowns or whatever they yeah. are. Um seizures and he needs to inject himself with something. Like mm-hmm. either it's a massive migraine and he passes out before he can inject himself with yeah. it. And Luckily, he fell above another guest, and Gemma... <laughs> Probably the only other guest in that inn yeah. at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Gemma uh, gets him to the hospital, claiming to be his wife. wife. Mm-hmm. Very bizarre. Uh, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, on. I think because she wanted to make sure she could get in the ambulance with him. 
because um, so the neighbor called because they heard the thud on the ground. So she went upstairs, checked the room and saw him and then called the ambulance and just said she was his wife so that she could jump in the ambulance with them. That's when she discovered that he had a daughter. So at this point, um, Gemma is the only one in the town that probably knows this other side of him. Yeah. So now it's like they have a bond over something and she has something on him now. I just read it as her coming on way too strong. Yeah, that too. She's definitely a strong flirt for sure. Like, and for she sure. turns around in the in church. In church, and it's like, "Hi, husband." husband. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, I think she's going to keep pushing for that. Look, we all like David Tennant. He's <laughs> fantastic, unbelievably handsome. Got to take it slow, yeah. slow. Um, but anyway. Um, but we also got a lot of the reporters are mm-hmm. becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Just the media involvement yes. in this case. Um, we got Owen and Renee mm-hmm. after they hooked up last week. Yeah. She walks out in one of his shirts. <laughs> no pants. I've never, I'm not the only person that just like, is, that's not like a thing. Like, it's really <laughs> like, you had your own shirt the day before. Why isn't that the one you put on? It's like comfortable to wear, guys. I oversized. All right. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so but the, after they hook up, like Owen has this idea to go to Jack Ryan because he uncovered the thing about him being yes, uh, and he also doesn't know the police already questioned him. So at this point, Jack's super riled up because he's already been questioned by police and then little owen comes and owen just kind of seems to be the town annoyance sometimes i feel bad People for him. Don't like him yeah it's like he's trying to do a good thing get his journalism on and he seems comfortable i i actually think owen wants to move into a bigger market but i'm kind of jumping ahead here we see his mom later in the episode and mm-hmm. i think that's kind of what keeps him in that town, but I really feel like he's trying to do a good thing as far as reporting and getting, you know, press and media out, but everyone just always seems to kind of like hate on him a little bit or get annoyed with him or he kind of just seems to be the pest. Yeah. I mean, real journalism. Yeah. Not what like Renee is doing by like cornering the family and basically right. tricking them into giving an interview. Real journalism is effectively an investigation. Mm-hmm. It is... Not much that not that much different from what the detectives are doing. Definitely. It just has to follow a different sort of set of legalities. And it's also different for Owen too because he has relationships with all these people. They saw him grow up as a little boy. They know his family, so it's a little. It's I mean, it's kind of hard for him too to kind of just go in as a straight reporter. Yeah, I think that's why he didn't want to go talk to Jack. He didn't want to ruin that. Like this is a um, one of his mentors. Yeah. Kid. Um, and we, we, I think he knew that that was coming. He knew yeah. that he deserved that right. at the end of the day. Um, but I'm not sure what Owen's going to come up with going forward. Like we'll get into predictions in a bit, like okay. what we saw, and we won't talk about that yet. Okay. Um, but it looks like big things are on the horizon yeah. for him. But I think you're absolutely right about his mother keeping him there, there. Like holding him back. Mm-hmm. She either has a drug problem or gambling, gambling problem. Gambling or both. I, I think it seems like gambling just based yeah. on what he's been saying because there's repo men involved. Mm-hmm. That, that sort of And it seems debts. that the money's going quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a shame. But then we also get like after Renee's article goes out and she totally just like doesn't put him in the byline yeah. even though she promised that. That was totally... 
I think uh, she didn't want. I think she didn't want him to tell Ellie his aunt. Which I mean, maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But I kind of feel like she didn't want to let anyone know because she knew that there was going to be some backlash. So she asked Chloe, "Are you sure your family's okay with it?" And just wanted to go do it before anyone said, "No, you shouldn't." Eh, she she intentionally misled him. Mm-hmm. She she totally sandbagged. But do you think that she doesn't like him? Do you think she's an opportunist or do you think she just I don't think she like slept with him just to get information. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like she kind of likes him. She does. I think she does kind of like him, but is yeah. also totally willing to take advantage of the situation. Okay. So, I don't So maybe she thinks he's a little bit naive and she could kind of play him a little bit, but she kind of likes him. She too. does like him. Like she probably I don't think she's the type of person. She's not like sleeping with him just to get the story. Right. She's not I don't think she's that bad of a person. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she did and then is because of that is presented with this yeah. awesome like hookup where yeah. she can get the family and get what information did, i think she's just like too, she takes that advantage of that too easily yeah what did you think about them doing the story because it seems like they're not listening to authority i mean at least beth isn't a lot they say don't talk to raymond she talks to raymond don't put a story out she puts a story out so what are what are you kind of uh listen to the police <laughs> <laughs> like they have reasons for not putting this in the press yeah. and Ellie has reasons for Ellie's reasons are the the right ones for them. It's not even about the case; it's about protecting them. Yeah. Like, like it's better with low media. Uh, with, it just with, seems like they're getting desperate. The further the um, case goes on, and they're not really getting any feedback. I feel like they're just getting desperate for anything. I mean, like eventually you have to sort of open it up, like mm-hmm. sending the picture out to the park services. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, that picture is going to leak to media mm-hmm. if it, if the park service knows that it's connected to Danny's death. Right. But you have to put it out there. You but like slowly, like as you need to, because as Carver says, you don't want to scare this guy off. You don't want to scare the suspect off by having tons of media there. Right. You want them to think they got away with it right. until you catch them. Right. Um, you want to scare them into coming out, and the media will co- put them back in their hole. Right. Um, it'll scare them in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the end, I, I want to talk about for a moment, like when the reporters are like taking pictures of Jack oh, Reinhold yeah. like, when they're in the house, and the one guy who's like on the property, like most of them <laughs> are like on the sidewalk, where legitimately there's there's laws set up for that, like where you can be on public property taking mm-hmm. pictures of things of interest but as soon as he crosses onto that grass i i am not good enough with the law to know for sure i'm pretty sure he like he's within his rights to like storm outside and kill the guy not not kill the guy (laughs) but like seize his camera yeah Uh, the smashing of it raises questions about but like the daughter's in there. Chloe's in there. So now he's taking pictures of a minor without permission as he's trespassing on private property. Right. Um, that that guy can at minimum be fined if not spend some time in jail. Um, and I feel like Mark's pretty defendable in that, like, you took pictures of me without my permission. Yeah, and Carver and Ellie were in there, too. Yeah, so. it, 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 it's, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> I, but I don't think that that is going to be the end of that story. I think Mark's going to have some trouble coming to him. Yeah, it seems like he has stuff that's kind of building up for him. Mark is... Oh, yeah, let's talk uh, about yeah, Mark. Mark, uh, at the end of this episode, 
is in a is in a tough spot because they're going into the press conference. Well, Beth is Beth tells Ellie at the beginning of the episode, towards the beginning, that she knows about Mark and Gemma Fisher. Ellie already knew this because they had already questioned Mark, so she was kind of, I mean, not keeping it. She couldn't tell her, and. Ellie is encouraging her to talk to her husband to talk to Mark about it. So I feel like the, the, through this whole episode, we're waiting. When is that moment going to come that she's finally going to tell Mark, you know, just like waiting for it. And then, of course, she picks the best time ever to tell him. Right. at the pre- <laughs> Right before they're about to talk to the public. He's like, yeah. yes. But I think it's because he says, like, they want us all up there because they want to show that we're a strong family. Yeah, that just like... She just hates that, that yeah. he would say that, that he would say that they're a strong family after he's the reason that they're not. Which, so last week, um, it ended on promise me there's nothing else that you haven't told me. And I was kind of wondering what was the answer. Is it I mean, yes I, or no? So it's obviously. I, he was, cl- yeah, he clearly yeah. said yes. The fact that he hasn't. Oh, I just hasn't feel so bad yet. for Beth. She's so broken. She has. She really feels like she has no one because her yeah. best friend can't give her all the details that she has because mm-hmm. it's an investigation. She just she can't. It right. just doesn't work that way, um, and that's unfortunate. But I think Beth understands that mm-hmm. uh, mentally, if not emotionally. Right. Um, her husband is cheating on her. Her mm-hmm. daughters having an affair boyfriend. with a drug dealer. Oh, and then also, since we're talking about Beth, that one scene where she's watching. Danny, we don't really know if it's Danny yet because it's a little he kind of it's black and white. Remember, she's watching the video of him taking the crossword mm-hmm. puzzle. So I feel like she just is completely lost and doesn't really know. Feels like she doesn't really know her family how she thought. She feels completely cut off from everybody. She mm-hmm. doesn't have anyone that she can fully put her trust in right now, and it's really strong. And I think it's going to be worse going forward Mm -hmm. and like so we're running low on time let's get into (coughs) predictions yes and now you're after buzz tv predictions next week looks nuts yes it is can i just say that um jack reinhold is going to be facing the brunt of everything because now the reporters are on the scene Mm -hmm. uh owen looks like it looks like he publishes uh an article about jack that somebody re-edits mm-hmm. i'm willing to bet it's renee i'm willing to bet renee takes the article and rewrites it so that it's completely different and accuses him instead of like tries to be like there's some suspicious stuff but ultimately he's probably not yeah responsible um and there's like lynch mobs formed by vince mm-hmm. uh, who in this episode <coughs> against jack yeah, in yeah. this episode, Vince, the, this week's episode, Vince, he saw, like, like her, overheard that and was like, he has a history with kids. Mm-hmm. Who knows? See, Vince could be setting a prediction. Vince could be setting Jack up. Him and Susan Wright oh. could be in on something, and he could be setting... I, He's I, trying to diverge attention, yeah. to get attention away from himself. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, Vince, Vince is definitely not an innocent person. No. I don't know if he's guilty of the murder of Danny Solano, but definitely suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so who are you calling it for this week? If you're if you're picking today, who's your number Vince. one suspect? Vince. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number one suspect. I've got to go with Raymond. I think is my number really? one suspect. Ray, it's 
as a TV watcher, I have to pick Raymond okay. because it would be the most surprising, but uh-huh. I can still, but I can see an interesting story fitting it. Okay. Um, as opposed to like Susan, who we're very much suspicious of. Jack, we're too suspicious yeah, of right now. Not, feels like I feel a red like herring. next week is an, another prediction that Jack's going to get cleared next week by the end of the episode. Hopefully, because yeah. I like him. I like Nick Nolte. Yeah. The, the character seems like he had some rough parts in his past, but mm-hmm. ultimately he's like a good guy who's trying to make amends for like any wrongdoing that he right. might have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's going to do it for for this week of AfterBuzz TV's yes. Grace Point After Show. Hey guys, we didn't talk about it much on the, in the middle, but uh, please go on to iTunes. Be sure to give us a review. It means a lot to us. It means a lot to the network. It really helps us out to raise the awareness of this show, the network, to help us get ourselves in front of uh, sponsors and like people and people who might be involved in the show. So please. Give us a, and if you do, you get a nice little shout-out. So I want to give a shout-out to James RE74, who gave us five stars. Yay, thank you, thank James. you, James. And said, I do not believe it is the hawker uh, that killed Danny. I don't think we've met the killer yet. Ooh. That's a big, so that's a big one. I'm not sure who's, who the hawker is. But um, the fact that we haven't met the killer yet, that could be very true. Yeah. Um, and we just throw off all of our predictions to this point. <laughs> be very confusing, but you never know. Yes. So thank you guys for just uh, Anastasia, where can the people keep up with you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Anastasia Waller. And you guys can catch me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson. And also here at AfterBuzz, a ton of different shows. Uh, Doctor Who Classics is taking a break right now, but it will be back if you've been following along with that. Grim Resurrection, exciting guest Claire Coffey from Grim will be joining us on Sunday. I'm super excited <laughs> about that, so please tune in. Uh, guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.